We're so excited about the in-game series. It's starting on August 21st here at Celebration. I'm sitting here with Pastor David, and we're just looking at a few questions that you guys have uh, about the upcoming series. So we just want to go ahead and jump right in. Our first question is, why this series? Well, I, I feel like this series is really important, especially you know given the changes that are going on in our world. And um, you know the Bible has a lot to say about about uh, current events. It's amazing how you know, a book that was written over the span of time that it was thousands of years ago is so relevant today in the world that we're living in. So why the name Endgame for the series? Well, we were excited about the name Endgame when the creative team got together and we discussed the possibilities of um, how to title something like this when we when we came to the Endgame. It, it seemed to make sense because of how scripture talks about the last days or even the end times. And uh, we, it seems like, um, you know, in a lot of ways that things that are happening in the world um, are leading toward the end. And of course, we ask it as a question, you know, are we living in the last days? And, and so we felt like it was important to, to, you know, to approach it that way, but also to, to recognize that um, we, we very well could be and uh, the end game, uh, you know, seemed, seemed to really fit. And, and um, you know, that question of are we living in the last days? Gotcha. Okay, so our next question is, what are the, some of the signs of the last days that we'll be talking about? Well, a lot of people have uh, been asking about this, and there's a lot of, lot of curiosity around, around that. So I believe, and I'm convinced, you know, just through the study that I've done in the past weeks uh, preparing for this series that, that starts on the 21st, you know, that, that things that are, that are modern-day um, topics of, of, of conversation, and, and certainly whether it be for, for young adults in, in university, and for all of us just in the news, you know, there are subjects like socialism and, and global socialism and how it seems to be taking root in a lot of countries and a lot of places. Um, and I think that we should see, you know, that the Bible does speak to the, the main tenets of socialism, you know, in a way that really would give us some, some really fresh and current answers to how should we approach a subject like that. We're globalism a cashless society. I mean, there's all kinds of, of topics, things that are going on in our world. We'll even talk about pandemic and what the scripture says about the end times, um, you know, the kind of things that would be happening, famines um, worldwide uh, that, that we're seeing um, play out, things that are predicted in the next couple of years regarding um, hunger um, around the planet. And it's, it's just, again, it's very interesting that so many things are happening in our world, and it just seems like never before they're lining up with last days. So that can seem like a lot of bad things to so many people. So where do we find the hope that is for the Christian uh, whenever we're discussing topics like this? Yeah, and I can, I can understand that question because when you, when you kind of go down that rabbit hole of, of some of these topics, you, know, you, can, you can very quickly begin to feel like, well, what is the hope in this? And how are we supposed to feel good about any of this? Because we do, um, it's natural for us to, to look at our lives, our families, our our futures and you know there's a there's a, a principle of of living i don't remember exactly what it's called but it says there is a natural tendency for things for you to want things to stay the same 
and for things not to change. And so our inclination is to try to hold things together the way they are and keep things the same. And, and so when we see things that really work against what we feel like is our best life, our best future, maybe the kind of future that, that we would want based upon the kind of um, experience that our parents had or, or you know, genera- generationally would have been a reality, um, we, we can kind of feel what's hopeless. There's no hope for our future because of these things that are happening in the, in the world. But the hope for the Christian is found in Scripture. The Bible says that when we look at the times that we're living in, we look at the things that are happening, that every one of us should, uh, one scripture says we lift up our heads, which means that, that we're to look, um, we're, we're, there's an expectation, lift up our heads and, and rejoice, our, our redemption draws nigh. It means that, that Christ's return is, is nearer than it's ever been when we see these things. Um, that, to me, clearly speaks of hope. You know, scripture also uh, teaches that as as believers that we should encourage one another when we talk about things like the end of time that we should be encouraged by scriptural teaching on the end time and uh, the bible calls the return of christ our blessed hope that the you know the return of the lord that when he comes um that that this is an incredible uh, moment for those who believe those who have put their faith in christ so uh, there's tremendous amount of hope for the Christian when they look to God's Word. When you look to the news, not a lot of reason for hope. Gotcha. It's so true. So what is the goal of the series, and what do we hope to accomplish as a church um, by going through a series like this? Yeah, that's um, that, that's a, a wonderful question because, uh, you know, when you go into something like this, it's real easy just to look at it and say, oh, I'm going to learn a lot of information. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to know more than I, know, than I knew before. And we do want to know more than we knew before. We do want to hear things and, and, and you know, take those things uh, to heart and, and, and really, um, really know more, have more information than we had before, perhaps for conversations that we would have with other people. But, but clearly the, the overriding or the overarching intention in this series is, is for us to be um, a, a church, for us to be individually Christians who are on mission, on assignment, that we live, um, that we live sober-minded lives, that we, that we think um, seriously. It doesn't mean we never have a good time, we never in, enjoy life, we should do that every day, but we should live very intentional in our life that this life is not all there is, that, that, that this life is only temporary. It's, it's only for, a, um, Scripture says, it's only for a moment, and it passes so quickly, and whatever amount of time we have here will seem like nothing compared to the time that each one and every one of us have in eternity. So my goal is, is that as believers, we will live a more intentional, more serious-minded um, life, and, and that we will be serious about reaching people who are far from, from God, people who don't know Him, that we'll be on mission for uh, reaching lost people is, is, my, is my biggest goal, is that we'll populate heaven, depopulate hell, and that all of us will have a greater confidence and trust in the Lord. So I know that this can be a thought for a lot of people, including myself, but it says, um, somebody asked, Christians have been talking about Jesus coming soon since I can remember, and this person says the 1960s, uh, and says there's always been rumors of war uh, and wars going on. Are we really that close to the end time? 
Um, and I know as Christians, we should be ready, but shouldn't we be focused on the loss? So how is this series, uh, how, how would you answer that question? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll start with the last question about shouldn't we be focused on the lost? And I, I just kind of answered that. And the, and the answer is absolutely. That, that it should always be the church's primary focus that we focus on on the lost. And again, this uh, a series like this helps us as believers to live uh, more more heaven minded um, in in our life, and when we do that, we're going to be more uh, aware and more sensitive to people who are lost. But but to the first part of the question, I, I totally relate to the question. And yes, I, I think I mentioned recently in a message that I have a grandfather who who pastored for many years, and I, I remember listening to cassette tapes of him preaching. Uh, that that um, the the coming of the Lord was near, that it was soon, and and so the the person who wrote this question is exactly right, and that even some of the signs um, this person refers specifically to wars and rumors of wars, and and sure there there have been wars and and rumors of wars. We, we look at all of Scripture together. And when we do, we're going to begin to see that, wow, there's a real um, collection of things right now that are definitely, it's not, a, it's not an exaggeration to say they're unprecedented in world history, uh, that the world has never had so many things align at one time. But, you know, you ask the question, are we really that close? Well, it's not for us to know the day or the hour. Uh, so there will be no predictions. You know, somebody else's question was, are, is, are there going to be, uh, is there going to be a prediction for the rapture? No, I, I hate to, you know, spoiler <laughs> alert for you. There's not going to be a rapture prediction because, you know, the Bible teaches that the coming of the Lord will be like a thief in the night, that he will come at an hour when, when people um, aren't expecting that, that we should, um, again, a scriptural reference, but we keep our lamps burning. We keep ourselves prepared for uh, the coming of the Lord. But even as believers, we won't know the, the day or the hour. So there will be no predictions, but all of us should live. You know, the Bible says that we live longing for his appearing. My grandfather passed away when he was 96 years old. He went to heaven and, and will go to um, his body will return at the at the rapture of the church via um, the rapture. But um, he went to heaven having not lived to see the rapture of the church, but he lived expecting it and he died expecting it. And I believe that every one of us as Christians should do exactly that. Yeah, I saw something this week that said, um, you know, if we're asking the question, are we living in the last days? And whether we're living in the last days or not, we can know that, you know, our days are our last days because right. we only have one life to live. And so um, it's just right. such an important question to ask yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's so excellent. So how will this um, game, or not this game, how will the in-game series differ from the in-time series? Yeah, um, it's, it's uh, again, it, there will be a lot of similarities. I, I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing that the person who wrote this question is, is speaking back to a series that I did, I think, last year where we, we brought light to uh, the subject of end times. And, you know, most of what we did in that series was, was, was take Scripture and just really um, help everyone in our church family at that time to understand what Scripture says about the end times and to look very carefully at, at those things. And we really did not make, I didn't make uh, direct connections to 
um, so much to, to specific current events, things that are happening in our world right now that we could directly rate, relate to in times. And so it, it will be, I believe it's going to be very different. Certainly, you know, a lot of the same scriptural references obviously will be used, but the, the way that we connect those two current events and really the way that I intend with every message uh, for there to be an opportunity for people to commit or recommit their lives to Christ, to make a decision uh, to, to, to surrender their lives to Jesus, to, um, to ask Him to be the Lord of their lives. That's going to happen every week, every service, and we're believing that, that God is going to you know, bring a great, a great harvest of, of people into His family. A lot of people are going to join the family as a result of this series. I think some of these questions um, are probably going to be answered in the series itself, but another person asked, how can Christians best navigate this world in a state of religious, r- racial, and political divide? Yeah, those are, those are great questions, and um, let me just take a, a second with that to say that you know, the, my personal goal as I step into this series is, is to, to be very, um, very diligent in what I share to keep it strictly in a, in the frame of 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 you know, our Christian faith regarding the the return of Christ and to avoid anything um, that is going to be perceived as being political, um, you know. So how does a Christian navigate? Is that the question? Yeah. In, how does a Christian best navigate? Um, the world that they're in, uh, in the state of religious, racial, and political divide that we currently have. Okay, yeah, I think that the you know uh, the question in a way is unrelated, but but to the to the best that I can relate it to to the series would be to to go back to hey Christians live holding this world and this life um, pretty loosely. It's it's um, it's unlikely that our world is gonna. It's not unlikely. It's 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 impossible. Our world is not going to get fixed by anything that man can do. And that's what we're going to see in this series is, is every issue that we are facing in our world that seems um, potentially devastating and really critical, every one of these are issues that more and more mankind is saying, hey, we have the solutions for this, and their solutions don't include God. They don't include the spiritual um, that's that's going to be one of the one of the big points that we make with socialism is that it's godless. It's man's attempt to fix problems that only God can fix, and and without God being in it, matter of fact, God being pushed out of it. So 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 many of the issues that that our world is facing, even the ones the person um, in the question named, are are, um, are are going to be things that as Christians we have to say. We live in a world that's broken, and sin has broken it. And, and so people that are, are, are struggling through some of those issues, hurting because of those issues, uh, we keep our eyes on Jesus. We focus on eternity with him. As Christians, as believers, we, we live uh, righteous and upright lives. Uh, we love people. We serve people. And we just recognize there's brokenness all around us. Well, I sure think it's going to be an amazing series. Do you have any last plug that you want to give uh, to somebody listening that's considering coming um, or that's already, you know, a part of our celebration family uh, that you wanted to say anything else about the series? 
Yeah, I'll say a little bit more. Um, I, I am as excited about this series, and I, y'all probably, if you're part of our church family, you hear me say that a lot. A lot. Um, I'm always most excited about what we're getting ready to Which do I would, next. You know, I'd hope so. I really mean <laughs> that. that way. I really mean that, and it doesn't have anything to do with how excited I was about the last thing that we did. I'm just, I, I guess, I just always feel like, oh, this is really going to be good. This is going to be something God is 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 going to use, and, and I feel that way. And and so, you know, I I believe as Christians that that this series is going to help us to to make the decision every day just to say, hey, I want to live every day of the rest of my earthly life really living from from biblical convictions. I, I want to know what God says about things and I and I want to to live um, you know, in a way that, that represents well the, the triumph of the gospel and, and, and who Jesus is and, and what he did, and, and that every one of us will become more focused on doing, doing all the good we can while we can and, and just recognizing, hey, I can really stand in the gap. I can really pray um, for this world, and I can be a part of reaching this world that Jesus loves so much, that he came from heaven um, to earth to die on the cross for um, this world. And so I would say to believers, this isn't the time to fear. It's time um, for us to just really stand in the truth that we know, uh, recognize that we have hope. God is in control. Um, He's in control of the end game and that we can keep our confidence and our faith in him. That's awesome. I know so many of us are so excited to get into this series. Uh, if you're listening and you're wanting to invite somebody to the series, we've got some really great resources for you. Our creative team has actually put together uh, several different videos that you can share um, with that friend at work or someone that you're really believing um, for uh, God to just use you in their life to, uh, to get them to church and to just open the door for them to find Christ. And so we've got those resources for you available on our website. There's an in-game page. You can click on that. And it's also on the CC app. So um, check those out. And thank you, Pastor David, for joining us today. Y'all have a great week.